Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible and that your healthcare should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey, everybody. This is a little bit of an atypical episode in terms of uh, the future of medicine. This is kind of a deep dive into my own personal list of virtues that I hope my children most take from me, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Future of Medicine podcast. I am your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel, joined as always by the lovely and talented and good hair having Jen Justice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you today? Hair is on point today. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Those listening can't see it. Those watching definitely can see it. Um, listen, this episode is um, always excited to create content. This one is um, quite personal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, it's something that I've wanted to do. It's something that I think is fitting as we come into the end of the year looking into new year, new goals, um, new clarity focus for folks. Um, uh, the name of the podcast is the six things I want my kids to know the most. I love it. Um, yeah, I, it's something that's kind of been on my heart. Um, it's something that I have been thinking about a long time. Um, it, it, you know, I started thinking about my thinking, um, you know, probably about 20 years ago, it really uh, hit an uptick of intensity being a father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gosh, like of all of the responsibilities put on you as a parent, what are the things that I hope the most my kids will learn and take away from me? I, I spend a lot of time thinking about that. That was further intensified when I lost my father Mm -hmm. and here I was, I found myself as a young father without a father. Mm -hmm. I thought, man, this is really important stuff. You know, this is my only shot to, Mm -hmm. to put my fingerprint in a meaningful way on these young boys as they become men. Um, and you know, uh, I, I think that the further along my life I go, I meet more and more people that, I'm not sure they spend enough time thinking about their own thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's an exercise that is not natural. Um, but once you get into it, you realize the importance of really understanding, um, you know, the, the greatest gift you could give yourself is to, to know thyself, right? Yeah. And how would you know who you are unless you've thought about things that are the most important. So this is all a thinking exercise because mm-hmm. um, the way we think determines the way we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I've been working on my own thinking, like I said, for about 20 years. Um, and I find that if you can truly know yourself and then you can deploy a life of discipline towards the things that mean the most to you, you unlock freedom Mm -hmm. and at the root of every human's desire is just freedom. Yeah. Freedom of time, freedom of relationship, freedom of purpose, freedom of money, freedom, just ever expanding freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's gotta be rooted in freedom for what cause. Mm -hmm. And if it's not your cause, your beliefs, 
your values, then it's someone else, right. uh, which is not fulfilling and there's no freedom in that. Um, and so this is my attempt to communicate that with the world. Uh, it's certainly not an exhaustive list of all the things that I deem important or valuable. It's not a discussion on politics. It's not a discussion on religion per se. However, these thinking, uh, <coughs> these belief systems, these virtues and values certainly uh, influence the way I think about those things. Mm -hmm. um, and and um, I hope that my children can take these things. Um, and really quickly, they are kindness, humility, patience, something I call 5149, I'll explain, adaptability and accountability. Um, and I'll explain each of these, kind of what they are, why it's important to me, and kind of the take-home point I hope my kids get from it. It's a great list. <clears throat> Starting with kindness. I, I just believe kindness is the most important all time. Mm -hmm. uh, I think being a kind human is at the core of um, an optimal human experience. I think um, there just isn't enough room to occupy a lack of kindness uh, in the world. Mm -hmm. um, I think while that may not strike people as being too revolutionary, the part where I really want my children to, to hit home is kindness includes being kind to self. Yes. Self-esteem is something that I wish I could magically just impart into my children, mm -hmm. that they would navigate a life filled with kindness, graciousness, encouragement towards themselves, and of course others. Mm -hmm. But I see a lot of people who are kind to the world and kind to others and brutal to themselves. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it pains me. Yeah. And I, if all of these things weren't adopted by my children and they just adopted one thing, if they could learn to be kind to oneself, mm -hmm. and then by extension be kind to others, I think they're headed in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say, if I could interject for a second, this is something that you have helped me with since we've known each other because, mm -hmm. you know, we're both helpers in the medical field and I think we go all in to help other people, but kind of for me personally would leave my own kindness to myself mm -hmm. along the wayside. So in the past, you know, couple of years, I've really worked on that and have, it's really benefited me benefited mm -hmm. me in a positive way. So I love that you're imparting this to your kids. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I just think, by the way, all of these items on the list have a dark side. Mm -hmm. um, it could be used for not virtuous right. um, applications. It could be, you could be kind at the cost of not being kind to yourself, mm -hmm. a way to hide. Yeah. Um, if it comes from compassion and empathy, it's healthy, yeah. right? Yeah. If it comes from serving yourself to meet a need that you didn't get, right. then it's dark. Yeah, it can have a toxic spin mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, th the next thing I want my children to know the most is to not lead with ego. Mm -hmm. Ego is a part of the human experience and we, we all have an ego. You can't get rid of it. I just don't want them to lead with it. Yeah. To bring forward and lead with genuine intellectual and emotional humility um, I just think is so critical now more than ever mm -hmm. in a time where 
at scale. We have people expressing um, feelings and emotions that are highly charged um, and not a lot of thinking going on, but a lot of feeling and expression of feeling. Um, and there seems to be a general move towards being right mm -hmm. and proving and pounding the drum louder than the person next to you to prove that you are right. And my hope for my children is simple, simply that their, their North Star would be to find truth. Mm -hmm. And that will most of the time mean your thinking is inaccurate. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And so, we, you know, the market isn't cornered on truth. We're, 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 we're trying to uncover that. And if, you're, if, if they're seekers of truth, there will be an underpinning of humility because mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the big thing with humility. Um, the, the third thing I want my children to know the most is, is patience. <laughs> this is a, this is a good one. It is, um, <coughs> it's a good one cause it's a good one, it but it's good. a good one because both of my children are grossly lacking. Patience. <laughs> well, how old are they now? Uh, 13 and 10. Okay. Well, um, there is a, a war being waged with uh, <laughs> this idea of immediacy. Mm -hmm. And I understand why it's happening. I mean, we're moving into a world where essentially anything you want can be at your doorstep in mm -hmm. an hour. Instant gratification. Yeah. I mean, you just don't have to wait for anything. Right. And anytime there is a, an element of waiting, it, it, uh, it hurts them. Yeah. My son is passionate. My oldest son is passionate about golf. He loves it. It is his, it is his love. He's been working on it for a year with a coach um, and, and really pouring some time in it. In his mind, he should have the game mastered. Oh my. And it, 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 it just doesn't calculate in, in his brain that this is a lifelong game and mm -hmm. you will truly never master golf, right, actually. Right, right, right. Um, but patience, there's enough time. What I want them to know is that there is enough time to do anything you want to do. You can't do everything, but you can do anything you want to do. Enjoy the process, mm -hmm. the journey of who you become along the way. It, it's very little about the destination. It, the, the human experience is about who we become along the journey, and that necessitates having patience yeah. and just resting in that. Most things that are valuable take time mm -hmm. and there isn't an immediacy to the things that are the most critical. There is a show up every dayness mm -hmm. that has to be um, uh, a part of that. Yeah. And so I, I, ho I would hope that they would know that patience is, is on my very short list of most important things. The fourth thing is something um, called 5149, which is essentially represents this idea that in all relationships be a giver mm -hmm. give more than you take mm -hmm. um, you know don't be a martyr you know there, there's often exchange in relationship um, but just be the person who always gives a little more yeah and in the end that tends to work out very well it scales um, and you end up being just a useful person mm-hmm you know, it's funny, both of my boys um, uh, uh, are different, 
uh, but it so much of the lessons that I try to teach them <laughs> are rooted in I go back to Thomas the train oh yeah 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 and, and all Thomas ever wanted to do was be a useful engine that's right yeah um, <laughs> and, and being a useful human gosh it just matters yeah as an adult as a grown-up fixing other people's problems um, helping people get what they need mm-hmm. um, it's a pretty good way to get what you want is mm-hmm. to help other people get what they want yeah and if you can find out what you're really good at and what you enjoy doing that people struggle with and you can help them that's a useful place to start on yeah. your journey um, as being a, a useful person so be a giver um, the fifth thing is uh, you know this is something that I it's adaptability um, this is a newer revelation to me to make on my list I have identified as a very adaptable person my whole life yeah. um, transparently I saw it as a tremendous weakness mm. um, for most of my life until about 10 years ago because I, I thought it meant I wasn't good at anything I wasn't good enough to be great at anything um, I didn't have a special skill turns out life changes and the path to whatever goal you have is never a straight line mm-hmm. it's if, if we all take where we are today and go back 20 years number one you couldn't have predicted that you'd be where you're at <laughs> right I mean just purely on an outcome basis mm-hmm. there's no way it would be galactically impossible to predict the path that you would t- take to end up at a destination you couldn't have predicted. Right. It turns out that adaptability and change is happening faster than ever. I mean, it used to be you could learn one skill and write off a 50 year career and be done and probably teach it to your children. And they, c- I think a youngster in a 2023 environment will probably have to reinvent themselves a dozen times or more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. professionally. Yeah. Uh, Human relationships are changing with connectivity, the unintended consequences of a hyper connected, connected world. Mm -hmm. Um, Adaptability, the, the ability to pivot and change is so critical and to not be romantic with the past and how you did what you did to get where you are because likely those skills and tools won't be the skills and tools you'll need to go into your future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so just exercising that muscle of change and you know, humans don't like change. No, they do not. As a general rule, right? we are creatures of habit. We are creatures of like minimal energy deployed. Mm -hmm. Once we find a solution, we want to stay there and we don't want new energy put into a system to create a new process. Right. So we're going to resist change. And adaptability kind of looks that right in the face and says, yeah, but if I need to, I will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a really useful skill. Yeah. Um, minimizes suffering. <laughs> um, the sixth thing I want my children to know the most, and gosh, Jen, I love this so much and it's so convicting even for my own self, it's accountability. Mm-hmm. I... If I were to put in a summary what I would love them to take away from accountability, it is 
if you can put yourself in a position where you relieve the world of all responsibility of your future self, you are well on the path to being fully accountable for your life. Mm -hmm. There is a beautiful freedom and power that comes with owning every aspect of your life, good and bad. Mm -hmm. Just own it. It's mm -hmm. all my fault. It unlocks resourcefulness, creativity, courage, mm -hmm. um, relationship. I just, if your future is, is beholden to a system, process, or person, then your freedom and happiness and joy is then beholden by that system, process, or person. Mm-hmm. The ideal would be for both of my boys to build a life where they relieve the entire universe and world of all of their future responsibilities. It's their responsibility. Yeah. They're just going to own it all. Mm -hmm. They're going to take some licks, but they're going to figure out how to take a lick and they're going to figure out how to avoid a lick and they're going to figure out how to be courageous when they need to be courageous, back off and turn away when they need to. There is so much power that comes with being fully accountable for mm -hmm, your life. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would hope that for them. Yeah. That's the six, Jen. I love them. Um, you know, I, I noticed some interesting things in this exercise. Uh, number one, many of these are our business core values. Yes, they are. <laughs> or at least are similar. Uh-huh. Um, it's just who I am. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what I believe the most. And um, we, we have a, a practice filled with amazing humans that we care for that, not surprisingly, have similar value systems and similar um, hopes and wishes and desires for their life and for their children. Um, I, I don't know if someone's listening to this. My, I, this episode will be worth it if one person goes and says, I want to do some... I want to do this a thinking exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I hope that people will. I hope as we go into the new year, this will be uh, a call to what's really important to you. Mm -hmm. What are the things that matter the most? And can you build a life of discipline around those things that matter the most so that you can actually pursue them? I just encourage people to do that. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of reflection, uh, a lot of truth telling. Mm -hmm. uh, as we say all the time, all progress starts with telling the truth. Um, and I think about this stuff a lot and even coming up with this list was, I won't say it was hard, but it, it wasn't like a cinch. Yeah. I mean, I didn't put this together in five minutes. No, we worked a long time on those values for, for Brentwood MD. We really have. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because each time one was unlocked, it was like, oh yeah. I was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> um, and, and actually that was the thing that has always been true. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much freedom uh, in, in truth telling mm -hmm. uh, and freedom in, in discipline. And, and we believe in that deeply and it shows up in a lot of our content. It shows up in a lot of what we talk about. Um, you know, be disciplined, not for the sake of being disciplined, but be disciplined for the sake of being aligned with your value system. Right so that you can unlock your joy and your fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Love it. It was just, you know, observing from afar. I've been 
an honorary member of your family for eight years now, yeah. you're doing an amazing job with those boys. Oh, and if you. they even take one of these and capitalize on them, they'll be amazing humans. They already are, but. Yeah, they're, um, they're really good boys. Yeah. Uh, I have been blessed with good natured boys. Um, I was given, um, I was given some, some great raw tools by my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, th- I think I'm doing a decent job, although there's lots of work to do. Yeah. And, um, I, and I really think that progress over perfection oh, yeah. is, is such a critical thing with something as important as parenting. Cause like, how do you judge someone? as being a good parent like mm-hmm. it's not an event it's not a thing it's mm-hmm. not a th- it's a net score but conversely you and i can both tell somebody who's been parented well oh my gosh and we comment on that a lot like wow they they were parented well even as an adult mm-hmm. you can meet an adult who knows how to parent themselves mm-hmm. yep um and 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 normally we only have what we were given yeah when it comes to parenting and um, and someone who parents themselves really well oftentimes will parent their children very mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and parenting other than being born in a great country where I have freedom to even do this yeah. and pursue my dreams and passions um, in a safe way being born to two parents who cared was my greatest advantage. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. My dad died early mm-hmm. and I'm devastated by that. Yeah. But boy, I got a head start, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I got. Yeah. I hope people don't underestimate the value and the importance of being a parent. Um, I hope that people will be encouraged to, even if you're not a parent, to come up with a list of things that are the most important to them mm-hmm. and really get clear and honest with what those things are, are and audit for friction. Where am I not living congruently with the things that are most important to me and that they would somehow muster the courage to start being disciplined in a way so that they can be aligned, so they can know their truth, so they can live their truth, so they can be free. Yeah. Love it. Ooh, that was heady. That was <laughs> that was uh, that was a lot of sharing. It's um, a good one. I hope I hope it was useful. I ho- I hope that um, definitely. I hope someone takes it and uh, does some some thinking about their thinking. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for your attention. Listen, I don't take it for granted. It means the absolute world to me. You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. If you think we'd be a good fit to work together or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor-patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.